0: Welcome to Geoffrey Goes To. This time, Geoffrey went to see Patty Smith. But before we do that, I'll just say that you can find us on the internet at jeffreymusic.rocks and you can find links and articles on everything we've been up to music-wise. So, Patty Smith. We normally try and go to the same tour, but there isn't a tour here. So we've gone to two separate festivals. Firstly, I went to Bearded Theory Spring Gathering. In May, which is somewhere in Derbyshire, I think. Walton on Trent, it says here. Does that sound right? Walton on Trent, did you say? It's something like yeah. K- that. It's Hall, which is some kind of stately home type thing, which we didn't really see any of that. We were just in the gardens, obviously, playing in the garden. It says here it's in Walton on Trent. So that may be Derbyshire, I don't know.
1: Is the Trent in Derbyshire?
0: Hold on. I'm not sure. It might not Ooh. be Derbyshire, then.
1: I wouldn't have thought that... Does the Trent go that far north? Let's have a look. Walton-on-Trent
0: is a village in South Derbyshire. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. So yeah, you I think we drove past Derby. We definitely drove past Nottingham, or signs to Nottingham. So it's down that way.
1: I can edit out your, uh, your your bad geography here.
0: OK. Thank you. So it's in Derbyshire, South Derbyshire. South so. Derbyshire, yes. And it was nice and sunny, which was good. And you went to... When you tell me where you went to. It's easier than me struggling with saying Spanish names well, I don't know.
1: It's a Spanish. Uh, it's a Madrid festival called Noches del Botanico, which is and uh, which is an absolutely wonderful venue. I mean, it's just it's just fantastic because it's it's set in a uh, botanic gardens that belong to one of the universities. So the, sort of cent- it's the central area is where they've set-, they set up the stage and they set up some stands for people to sit in and then there's a, a, an area in the middle where you can stand. So I, I would guess the capacity is probably in the region of 3,000-ish. I'm not 100% sure, but it's somewhere around there. Fact check. The festival capacity is between 4,000 and 2,800, depending if the main area is standing or seated. End of fact check. Um, But around it, you've got these sort of street, well, not streets, sort of pathways that go around the gardens and they're all set up with stalls and bars and restaurants and stuff. So it's just such a lovely festival. So civilised as well because there's parking and there's no ghastly camping or anything. So it's just a brilliant festival for middle aged people like me that want easy parking, no camping and uh, want to be able to see the band up close. So I don't have to myopically peer at them from the back of a stadium or anything. So it's it's just a fantastic venue. I've been a few times now, and always had a blast there. It's just fantastic
0: and reassuring. We don't have to listen to you banging on about parking again.
1: Well, that's true, yeah, because the parking is really really easy. So that's although it's slightly pricey, it costs me ten ninety five, but you know it is really easy. Okay, And is this central Madrid? Fairly central, yeah, fairly central. I mean, it's it's on the, this particular university, the Complutense University, is slightly and the sort of northern suburbs sort of but it's pretty central but it's got that area just happens to be quite spread out and there's just a very good uh, underground car park there well not very good it's just a car park it's just handy yeah as car parks go it's fine Not the sure. spaces are a little narrow but you know it's all right
0: car parks don't get that good do they really they just no no they're sort of fit for purpose or not some are a bit prettier though but i guess
1: yeah, well, I would argue this is just convenient more than fit for purpose, but there you go. But it's, it, it, it's just a really good venue. And I've said before, you know, Madrid audiences tend to be good anyway, and I've always had a great audience there for... been to three gigs there now, and it's always been a really good audience.
0: So before we get to the actual set, which, because they're different festivals and one for part, does vary slightly, we also had a different band... Did we? We did. Oh. Ever so slightly. Okay. Well, good. And who did you have? Well, we, we didn't have Lenny Kay. You didn't have Lenny Kay? There was no Lenny Kay. Oh, my God. Exactly. That's a serious omission, yeah. isn't it? Wow. What, what was the reason? Was he ill? Um, I don't think she said. I don't know whether he was just unavailable and maybe he joined joined them later. I think, bearing in mind, she sort of said, sort of halfway through the set, she said, oh, I'm really getting going now. I think it may have just been really sort of early on in the tour, and maybe Lenny wasn't available and came out a bit later.
1: All right, so so you saw this. This yours was May the twenty eighth, and mine was June the twentieth. So there's a whole month apart, really, almost. Pretty much between them, yeah. So and obviously they've been touring around since then. So yeah, there's. Uh, so so we had Patsy Smith, obviously. Um, Lenny Kay, fortunately we had Lenny Kay who mainly played the guitar did play the bass on a song or two and did sing a song Um, Jackson Smith, Patty Smith's son on guitar most of the time although again he played the bass on a couple we had Tony Shanahan um, who played keyboards and bass switched between them so he's been with us since 96 but uh, Lenny Kay's obviously been with us since the beginning 74 and uh, JD Doherty on drums who's also been with us since the beginning so we had them, oh, plus Jessie, um, Jessie Smith, her daughter. She played the keyboard on some of the songs, a couple of songs toward the end. Oh, so that gee. was the band we had.
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, I saw on Instagram that she had uh, both her children with her.
1: Yeah. Well, Jackson Smith, he played, the, as I said, he was the main guitarist, actually. He played more lead, then he played more rhythm. But I didn't realise he married Meg White from the White Stripes.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, yeah. It's a bit of a, is that a Jeff link? I don't think that's a, Jeff, a proper Jeff link because it's not... Musical.
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's a link, Jeff. It's the both parts of the bands, but I, I don't know. You're in Yeah, maybe You're, you've done the Jeff link, so I'll leave that for you.
1: Yeah, well, maybe I'll add it in because I think it's a nice little bit of trivia. So yeah, I quite like that.
0: So we had basically the same band, except it was no no Lenny K. So Jackson just played was the only guitarist, and there was, oh, right, and there was no guest spot from the daughter either.
1: Oh okay, so just. Just survived without him. Yeah. Well, that must make Lenny feel a little uneasy. Well, I... There's a little surplus to requirements.
0: Um, it's hard to say, having not seen them with, with with him as well. But they seem to get on okay.
1: Yeah, they were very... They um, obviously did get on okay. They were quite affectionate. And, you know, smiling at each other, little nods and winks. And, and they had their arm around each other when they went off, before the encore and stuff. So they de- definitely do get on okay. So I think his job's safe.
0: Be uh, reassuring. Should, um, yeah. I imagine his... Uh, has been employed in 74 so his, uh, his redundancy pay would be quite big now she might not be afford though, to lay there? him off
1: there was a gap though yeah so you'd probably have to go back to 96 really but still that's still a pretty pretty chunky redundancy pay wouldn't it yeah yeah,
0: yeah it'd be all right do okay on it especially at his age as well
1: assuming he's a similar age in the sort of mid 70s because she's 75 so probably doesn't
0: really need to be working anymore he'll be claiming his pension <laughs>
1: So should we go through this then?
0: Yeah. So our first song was Dancing Barefoot and, and yours was Redondo Beach, which is yep. one of your favourite tracks, I believe.
1: Yeah, as is Dancing Barefoot. So uh, they're both uh, some of my favourite tracks from hers, yeah. So I I'd, I'd predicted Redondo Beach by looking back over previous set lists. It's kind of an odd starter, actually, because it's quite low-key. Um, I suppose it's it's uh, possibly the best place in the set for it because it's kind of a, a, a gentle start, which was, which is actually quite nice.
0: Yeah, but I'll say, the, I think the same about Dancing Barefoot. It's, um, I really like the song, but it's, it, it's not one you'd expect them to open on.
1: No, well, I had it fourth in the set list, so we'll get to that in a sec, but it, it fitted in really well there. So. But, but um, they came out, it was quite exciting, because there was quite a lot of anticipation, we had no support act. Um, so they came out, there was loads of um, cheering and stuff like that, which was, which was great. And they started, and she started singing, and I thought, bloody hell, her voice is amazing, she's 75. And a absolutely you know fantastic voice i was really really imbra- immediately and redondo beat isn't a, i suppose a particularly difficult song but even so i just immediate my immediate impression was her singing's great she's absolutely still top of the game
0: yeah ours was very understated because she came out a bit late and then seemed to be having technical problems and she was complaining about a beep and it definitely was a beep because i could hear it because we were quite at the front, I think, in a similar place to where you were, judging by your pictures.
1: I was front row, row, but quite off to the, is it stage left, stage right, but the left as you look at the stage from the audience.
0: Yeah, we were the same, not front row. We were sort of second row, I think. But yeah, so I think they sort of struggled a little bit to get going, but it didn't really help, sorry, it didn't really hinder, from an audience point of view, once they actually did get going. But I think they were struggling a bit through the first couple of songs to just get the sound right.
1: Oh, right. Well, the, the sound was great at mine, but although there were technical problems, which is what didn't... It wasn't, like, the band's fault or anything like that. There was just, obviously, something someone kicked a plug out somewhere, and there's a couple of points at which the sound dropped, which is really quite frustrating, which I'll get to in a minute when we get to that song. Oh,
0: right, yeah. Well, we didn't have... It fr- from our side, the sound sounded fine, but I think they it was troubling from them early, yeah. earlier on. Yeah, so, second song, again, it's completely different. We got 25th Floor, which you didn't get at all, and you got grateful. Which we didn't get at all.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a. I mean, it's a bit of a slower number, grateful, and uh, she sort of introduced it by saying, "You know, this is our concert, and we're really grateful you came." And this is great. You know, just as a sort of pitching it as to to, to show their gratitude. But there was so much goodwill for her at that point. The fact that it's a slightly slower, slightly less engaging song, I think, was didn't didn't really matter but it, it, for me it wasn't a particularly is was a, a fairly slow start but um not in a particularly bad way just in a way that you're kind of just a gently easing into it
0: i mean 25th floor is a little bit livelier yeah um, like you say i mean th- as th- he's dancing barefoot th- th- there was this in you know every, everyone was happy to see her and but you know particularly some people obviously really loved her and were, out, but were very excited to uh finally see her which was uh, was good. I was quite excited to see it as well myself, I have to say, having having done all this listening and research.
1: Yeah, me too, me too. And she um she didn't disappoint in that way. She was very charming to the audience. You know, I, mean, I was quite surprised at just the the sheer amount of affection there was for her um in, in around you know, chanting her name and, and that she was. I didn't realise she was quite that quite that popular in Madrid. I had no idea, but uh, but yes, yeah, she was. So then we then we had um we we both had now have Wicked Messenger. Which is a Bob Dylan cover.
0: Yes, we've got the same but on three. Her
1: album. It is on her album. I forgot to check which one, so I'm going to go from memory here. I think it. Oh, God. Which one was it on? That one she did with Fred Smith in '88.
0: No, it's gone again.
1: Gone again. I knew it was on an album. I, I might cut that bit out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you get dancing barefoot. You get to catch
1: yep. up. Which for me was when I really. Picked in because I do really like this song and I knew it pretty well. And I, uh, I so for me, I really loved that. It was great that singing, the audience was all singing. And for me, the, 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 this was one of the earlier high points,
0: yeah. I think for me, it's like one of her sort of more popular poppy songs. I know things like yeah. you know, Because the Night and People of the Power are sort of perhaps more popular and thought of, but for me, this is like the one of the better ones, you know, the of the poppy, sort of more mainstream ones.
1: I completely agree. Yeah, it's definitely in that same ilk of that slightly anthemic um, pop rock thing that she does. But yeah, I also agree it's one of the better ones, yeah. But it, it, I do really like it. I like the sentiment of it as well. So
0: so next we both get the Allen Ginsberg poem, footnote to Howell. Yeah,
1: so this is just a spoken word poem.
0: Yes, which then goes into Don't Say Nothing.
1: Which we both had at the same time, yeah. And this is where we started to get some of the... Uh, sound dropping a little bit in this and it's a real pity because i love this song don't say nothing and it was really good it was great
0: yeah yeah no i agree i think it's, it's one of the better thoughts of again more more mainstream but uh it's a great song
1: yeah it, it is a bit more mainstream because it's got this it's quite melodic isn't it but but really good yeah
0: i mean she's generally kind of more mainstream than i expected really
1: yeah that's very true yeah completely agree and obviously has sort of become a bit more so as she sort of dropped the more improvisational and the slightly harsher edged, punkier stuff as she's got older. Yeah. So she's still a bit poetic, possibly, in places for the mainstream. But there's quite a lot of stuff there, which I think is pretty... I think I could have dragged any anybody along in my family and they would have loved it. I don't think they would have felt out of
0: place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to imagine anyone not really liking it.
1: It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. I just... And, and there are some gigs I go to, I kind of think, yeah, I could... I'm enjoying myself, but, you know, if I, if I dragged the wife or somebody, then I could understand her not really uh, having that much fun. But this one, I th- I just think anybody would have just had a ball, to be honest.
0: Yes, I, I agree, yeah. So we can see where, which way this is going, our general impressions. We'll do that later. So yeah. next, week we got Since I've Been Loving You, which is um, a Led Zeppelin song, which won't be on the playlist supporting this because she hasn't actually recorded it, as far as I know, or as far as I can find. What did you think of it? Um, I enjoyed it. It was, it, it was a good version
1: I imagine she'd do that pretty well I, mean, I, I do like the Zeppelin version as well
0: Yeah, I mean gen- she's done quite a lot of cover versions and I do generally like them there are one or two I don't I think it's more down to there are songs that I don't particularly like anyway things like, you know, Gimme Shelter off 12 and things like that it's, mm. ne- you know, never really appreciated the song
1: Well, while you were listening to Since I've Been Loving You, we were listening to, or rather not listening, to Free Money, which was really disappointing because it is one of my favourite songs on horses and we could barely hear the bloody thing because the sound dropped out. So we could could hear some instruments, like the drums and and bass, I think, uh, from memory, but the guitar dropped out and her vocal dropped out. And so that was really... And I was on the front row, so I could just about hear, but it wasn't amplified. It was just her singing. So that was really, really disappointing. And they, uh, they got it fixed after that, but I was almost wanted to shout, could you just play that again, please? Because it's one of my favourite songs and she was really getting into it. So it was quite frustrating because she'd really got into the previous couple of songs as well, and it, which were great.
0: Right. So um, the set lists line up a bit now. Not for long. Well, for most of it, they do. Certainly for the Patti Smith bits because obviously the breaks were different. But we've got the same song again next, is Beneath the Southern Cross. What did you think? Um, it, it felt like more of a lull, um, although I s- still enjoyed it, but in between the two halves, its I mean, maybe the energy was going down because she did actually have a break after this song. Did she for you? She did, didn't she, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, she did as well. Yeah, I, I kind of think, I mean, it's the first sort of half of the song, I suppose, is a little bit of a plodder for me. And I've said before I don't think her voice really suits the slower numbers as well as it suits the faster paced numbers. I just don't think she has that quality of voice. It's a different kind of voice she has. So for me it doesn't always work as well with those slower songs. And the first half is a bit slower. So although I enjoyed it, it's fine. It didn't grab me in the same way. And then the sort of second half was quite instrumental, which was quite fun, and I did quite enjoy the second half of the song when they got really into the sort of Jackson and uh Tony we're really going hard at it on guitar and bass. That was quite fun. Did you have that?
0: Yes. Yeah, the but hard at obviously, it thing. well, yeah, there was a, a guitar set Obviously, there was no Lenny around to um, add his bit.
1: Like I said, he was mainly playing rhythm guitar, Lenny. I mean, not in all the songs, but mostly rhythm. So, uh, which I said was, maybe that's a reason. Maybe because he couldn't commit to the whole tour. Maybe Jackson had taken on more of the guitar duties, and that's where he was sort of doing a bit more rhythm. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Well, then we had because um, in celebration of Paul McCartney's 80th birthday, Patty left the stage and they did "Helter Skelter," the the Beatles classic from the the White Album, sung by Sh- Tony Shanahan, the bass player. Yeah, and Howard. Which is not one of my favourite beat. Not one of my favourite Beatles
0: tracks by any means. No, fair enough. It it, it's not the one I'd have picked either.
1: Now I was quite disappointed actually when they said oh, they're going to play a Paul McCartney song. And, okay, Paul McCartney has got a, a, a scattered history in terms of songs. I mean, they could have played something from, you know, Give My Regards to Broad Street or, something, or the Frog Chorus or something. We could have been in all sorts of trouble. Well, actually, it wasn't actually: are going
0: to have to pick you up here, there's what? some good songs on Give My Regards to Broad Street. Like, No More Lonely Nights is all right. but It's also, sure it's also it's got a lot of um, Beatles and Wings stuff, so it, it is largely a best-of in, well, in a way. sort of. But, yeah, I mean, you know... Had they come out and played Spies Like Us, fair enough. <laughs> You're going to know. Yeah. Uh, pick something else.
1: I had, I had no idea what they're going to do, but I kind of, I mean, there's some great Paul McCartney songs that I really like in the Beatles that I thought they might. But anyway, Hell to fine. It's all right. It's just not a favourite. But it was good fun because the whole audience were really singing it, you know. So it was it was a good laugh, a good sing along. Yeah. And what did you have? We
0: had Stone Free, which is a Jimi Hendrix song. Again, t- sung by Tony Shannon. Han.
1: right how was that
0: it was it just like i do remember i think it was just like um quite rock and roll song i didn't realize it was uh Jimi hendrix song at the time it sounded uh like they had done a sort of rock and roll spin on it unless i've just completely misremembered that but uh that's how i that's what i think they did
1: well we had um after that we had another cover we had i want to be your dog the stooges iggy and, iggy and the stooges song sung by lenny k it's obviously you couldn't have that because you didn't have lenny k but uh and that was great i mean i love that song anyway but that was great but uh a good a good bit of this is patty came back on stage at that point but just in the corner and she was right on the edge of the stage right in front of me and she came right in front of us and was dancing right in front of me like you know i was on the front row and she was right in front of me on the stage so sort of a meter and a half away so that was that was quite exciting so i had to keep my cool
0: yeah she, she did that that reminds me she did that for us as well she was it was the other side, so she wasn't near us. But we could see she, actually when she was having a break, she was just stood there, actually watching the band do the song.
1: Right. No, it was really nice because she came right up to us and was dancing, and she was looking at us, and you know, it was it was very charming the way she did it. It was really lovely, and uh, I was uh, I was quite charmed.
0: Yes, there's certainly no pretension about her, is there? She's very very down to earth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just just none whatsoever. And she seemed genuinely really quite pleased and quite. Um, touched by how much affection the audience was showing to her as well which was nice
0: yes i think so and i imagine she does get that every time she plays but it does it does seem sort of quite genuine and you know she's sort of down to earth and happy that she gets such a great reaction
1: the thing is if you're in her position and you come to you know south derbyshire and then you go to madrid and obviously you've been to other places in between you don't know how you are received or or thought of in those places because they're just far away to you when you live wherever she lives New York or whatever you know it must be quite incredible to come to all these places all across the world and just be received with such warmth I don't have that you see that doesn't happen to me
0: no no with good reason fella
1: yeah I mean I go anywhere there's no cheering
0: I imagine um, she has been doing this a while though so even though you know I accept your point but I, you expect, you know, you'd get used to it a little bit by now. If you go That's play somewhere, in, like, somewhere as big as Madrid, you'd think it's not really that surprising that obviously the people that turn up are the people that like you as well.
1: Well, yeah, I was also, I mean, it's completely sold out. And not every gig there sells, sells out. I'm going to see Nick Mason um, there in a couple of weeks. That isn't sold out. I've seen The Smile there. That isn't sold out. Really? So, Yeah. If
0: so, it's only 3,000 tickets
1: yeah i mean i don't know the exact figure actually again yeah. please don't quote me too much on that but it's uh but yeah this one was sold out because um and when i got there there was people standing outside with signs saying you know i need a spare ticket not many mm. but even so i was I, again i was quite surprised she was just so well known and so, and so so well considered so anyway we had those so patty's rest is over and then we're back onto the same we're back in line again for a song Yes we both had nine we
0: both had nine yeah which is the s- supposedly about Johnny Depp isn't it or written for Johnny Depp
1: yeah the Jack Sparrow as she uh, referred to him when she introduced it and this is on Banger, isn't it The her uh, latest album
0: it is yes well remembered yeah, I really like
1: this song a lot and I enjoyed it, it was really good yeah again she got really into it and uh, again just just to repeat the point about her vocals she was um not just the kind of fairly redondo beach fairly gentle vocal but when she was really going for it going for the sort of screaming and uh, that kind of more aggressive delivery she was still absolutely top form
0: hmm. yeah
1: 75 she's 75 fella and she's there hammering it away it's absolutely amazing yeah she even that she even kept bending down because she had a little cup of tea on the on the stage on the you know on, on the stage mm. itself but not on a table or anything if i was a p- famous pop star i'd say you get a bloody table i'm not bending down all day just, no problem at 75 i'm as impressed she was bending down to get this cup of tea you know half a dozen times during the set never mind the vocal bending over is pretty yeah. amazing
0: yeah i think at my current age i would require a, a surface for if,
1: if, if i drop something now I, on the floor i just think oh well never mind yeah that's that's gone <laughs> <laughs> write that off yeah you know?
0: I think, yeah, the dog dog'll get that and that's the end of it.
1: Yeah. I certainly wouldn't be bending up and down like that for a cup of tea or whatever. So anyway, after that, where do we go next?
0: Well, we what both get got? we get a cover version, but we get different ones. So I get After the Gold Rush, which again Neil is off Young. the banger album. Obviously it's a Neil Young cover, but it's uh it's off the latest album. And how was that? That was a really great song. Love that. That's I, I mean like I really that. like the song anyway and and it's it's not like a vastly different cover but it's got that sort of nice vibe about it the song that really sits well think with Patti Smith so um yeah so that yeah. that was great and you've got the Dylan cover One Too Many Mornings
1: Yeah which is okay it's not not one of my favorites not one of my favorite covers that she's done or so yeah it it was okay it was but it was a slight lull
0: for me Yeah and then and this uh, yeah well and then the Biggie Hold on to your house everyone! Yep. It's because of the night. And I was a little bit
1: thinking, ah, we're there already because she actually she came on at nine forty, and she ended up going off. I think about just after eleven, so she played a good you know hour and a half. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played a good hour and a half, so it was, you know, decent proper concert length. Could have stuck another song in, no problem. But it was a decent length. But essentially, because of the night I knew that was going to be that's it. Now we're playing out. It's the last couple of songs. And I'd uh, seen the set list from the previous one, so I was expecting Twenty Fifth Floor. You know, I was expecting I don't know a couple of other songs maybe that, that, that she might play. So I was thinking, oh shit, we're, uh, we're getting to the end here because I was having i was having a cracking time.
0: Yes, I agree with all that, which will uh, will come to about the length of the set because that's I have a few minor moans about it, and that's one of them come to that at the bit uh, in, in a bit but yeah so we have because the night i mean because the night which is um an excellent sort of sing-along song not really my favorite yeah. song of Patty's, but it's the hit although the, you know the, it's the most famous song so fair enough she's playing it
1: oh yeah and like you say i mean you don't get sniffy about stuff like that in a concert do you, you just have such good fun and every you know you're in the middle of thousands of people singing along it's just you just enjoy it don't you yeah
0: yeah and it was a jolly sing along. Everyone did get going. I think after the sort of slight lull of the last few songs, which were lower key, and there was the one without mm. um, without Patti in as well. So it's and slower songs, and then this is like right, we're going to get going again for the uh, final sprint.
1: No, that that was it. Was enormous fun. It was, and I was. I turned around at this point as well, and the whole, as I said, as I described it before, you've got a kind of an area which is people standing, and then around that you've got seating, which like in in a sort of a stand everybody was stood up in the stands everybody was dancing in the stands as well it was just the atmosphere was just just out, outstanding it was so so good i was sort of feeling quite teary actually it was it was really emotional it's not often i uh i feel teary fella
0: no no
1: i have to admit i did there was a couple of emotional moments like that well, So we had Because of the Night, and then we had Pissing in the River.
0: Yeah, which I think is a great song, despite you not liking the title. It is a very good song.
1: No, it's a great song, yeah. It's just the title I don't like, but yeah. It is a very really good song, and it was amazing live. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. I think the, uh, the whole sort of the play out these last four songs was, was really good and very high tempo, and the, the atmosphere did get, get going.
1: Yeah, and then the last one of the main set, again, we're, we're perfectly in line now, the, the set lists, was Gloria first song from horses
0: yeah and a nice long version and that again gets going and it's more high tempo so it's uh, it's quite exciting
1: yeah i just and again another brilliant sing-along
0: isn't it yes the spelling out and everything
1: yeah uh, it, that was yeah it was great absolutely fantastic <laughs> And then they wander off. And that's it, end of the gig. Except it's not. There is this, the surprise encore.
0: The uh yes. Unsurprised encore. Yep. Yeah. People have the power, the share the share song.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For people just listening to this, not listening to the main Patty Smith episode we did, we know it's not a share song really.
0: Especially if it's probably gonna be released after this as well.
1: Oh yeah, probably, yeah. So this this was written with Fred Smith, her uh, her ex husband her, her husband who died. Again is another really good pop anthem although for me it's, of the pop anthems it's probably the one i like the least but i still really like it and it was a really good ending it was a really good fun
0: yeah definitely i mean it's got the again it's the sing-along bit for the for the end of the gig it really works but yes it's again not one of my favorite songs of Patty's. but i, I don't i do quite like it i just find the chorus a bit cheesy but cheesy sing-along chorus is is not such a bad thing in a gig
1: no absolutely and i think that you know as we just said these last few songs are absolutely pitched perfectly to just really give that powerful great fun sing-along ending so so yeah so that's it
0: yeah so shall i i go through my minor gripes before we then sort of general why not end on a negative so my first one obviously was is lenny k not being there which was a little disappointing it's not really a gripe the second thing as i don't know what you had is but there was no lighting being really theory not literally no lighting but it was basically like they just put some lights on and that was it there was no actual like proper stage lighting no
1: dynamic yeah, lighting
0: yeah. Uh, and, oh, and right. um, i think that was part of the reason why i couldn't get any any fo- decent photographs either but i do like a bit of a light show I like so that was a little bit disappointing
1: well we had lenny k
0: yeah
1: as i because you've seen the photo which actually had Lenny K in it. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say, Lenny K is not only a lovely fella from the look of him, he's also taller than I expected. I have to admit, I didn't realise Lenny K was quite that tall. So that's another little thing there. So we had Lenny K, we also had some lights, but I wouldn't say it was like a proper light show. But I mean, I didn't notice it was anything less than usual concert lighting. I mean, it wasn't spectacular or anything, but like they would light up the crowd at certain points, you know, during the sing-alongs and stuff like that. And as as, as far as I can remember, it was a, a normal concert lighting rig okay well
0: um, yeah well as i said we didn't they just I mean, they had lights so that you could see it wasn't like but there was not they weren't really doing anything
1: i guess i'd have noticed if they weren't there yeah. and the fact that i didn't and to me it just looked like a normal concert no d- no definitely because i remember the certain points they were bathed in red and other times it was blue again because i was thinking of it from the point of view i've got to get some decent photos because you didn't yeah <laughs> so every time there was sort of a different look i thought i oh, better try and snap a photo and i don't really like spending much time on my mobile at a gig i like to sort of minimal. get a couple of photos of course but i don't like to do i want to enjoy the concert mm.
0: yeah i do that i just um, take a few quickly yeah it, it's i find it quite handy if they play a song i don't like because then you can just like try and take quite a lot yeah that's that is always the positive about bad songs in uh, gigs my other main regret which we have already touched upon is the length of the set and i would have liked just like a couple of extra songs because um she did come on a bit late, and I think she went off a little bit early as well. So, I mean, maybe they were having technical problems, so they put any, anything else. But she was meant to be half 9 till 11 where we were, and she was definitely not on till gone 9.40. And I think she was off a little bit early. I think they could have squeezed an extra song or two in.
1: Well, that sounds like with you had 14 songs, we had 16. But it sounds like one of those songs was sung by Lenny Kaye, and it was the cover, of I Want to Be Your Dog. Mm so that's one of them so that might be why that got dropped and obviously i can't say what the other one was because there's various differences in the set list but with us as i said you came on at 9:40, went off i'd say just a minute or two before 11 i think it was
0: so similar i think
1: it was about 11 when i looked at my watch so that must be the standard play 9:30 till 11 but start 10 minutes late it must be a standard operating procedure
0: I mean, because we, we didn't, obviously, um, one of these, well, you're looking at the track list, one of these songs is actually the poem as well. So, Well, true. So yeah. um, it's, it's not... Yeah, but,
1: I mean, it did last a good couple of minutes, didn't it? Two or three minutes. Uh, I didn't time it, but it's probably slightly shorter than the song. But it was still, it wasn't like a four-line poem.
0: But anyway, th- those are sort of minor gripes. I still did um, enjoy it thoroughly.
1: Yeah, I, I would say if I had a minor gripe, it would, I mean, apart from the sound dropping out, of course, at that point, the only other thing would be i would have liked an extra song i would have liked an extra 10 minutes or so to make round it up to the hour and a half so that that would have been i think would have felt a little bit more complete but having said that i equally also enjoyed it thoroughly and i have to say it's probably one of the best concerts i've been to recently it was really really good absolutely fantastic evening very good value entertainment high praise indeed fella
0: i I would would agree i think generally i think you know really enjoyed it obviously we're at a festival so we'd seen a few we'd seen placebo the night before and they were great as well but yeah it was was it was really excellent and it felt um there's something about i think patty smith that makes it feel a little bit almost not quite spiritual there's something about her i think sort of general because she's so artistic which i am not she has all this sort of artistic empathy i think that i don't have and it sort of gives her this sort of It just made it sort of more, I think, like, artistically transcendental, if that makes sense, something about her. Because there's bits I know I'm not really getting or understanding properly, but still enjoying, like, the fact that this person has skills I don't have, but I can still appreciate them.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. There is something about her. I mean, the fact that she's been around so long and was so important in the music business possibly adds a bit to her mystique. The fact that she'll, you know, chant a poem on a stage like that in, in my case in a non-English speaking country but she'll still chant the poem and she's she comes across the way she's sort of her appearance and stuff and she looks amazing but her appearance is a little bit hippified it's a bit you know it's, she doesn't look like a 75 year old woman you know with her sort of blue rinse curlers in or anything she looks like a, a real kind of someone who really lives and breathes the artistic lifestyle There is there is something about her definitely that is quite um, again i'm struggling for the word it's not really spiritual it's something so i guess there's something authentic about her
0: yeah i mean i think like you said as well about being It's sort of it makes it quite emotional as well so it's like it is more emotional than most gigs i would say definitely
1: yeah i i absolutely thought so i'm not quite sure why but there just there was a connection and and you know gigs are made by audiences at least as much as they're made by bands and the audience was fantastic as i said and they completely sort of embraced her so that obviously is at least 50 percent of the of the puzzle here as well but it did make for this kind of very sort of emotional outpouring of love and affection <laughs> and things so what it was it was very moving it was very lovely i'll definitely see her again
0: yes me too definitely